If you've been in business for any length of time, you've probably made a pivot or two. But how do you know when the right time is to pivot and what you should do to make the pivot and the change successful? That's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from around the peg. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. Today, I am really excited. I am getting to hang out with Tiffany Youngren, and you're really going to enjoy getting to know her. She's a 30-year veteran with lots of successful entrepreneurship opportunities in her background. She loves to talk about business, teamwork, and leadership, and her love of business has helped her launch a turnkey system for podcasters. She shares what she knows in a podcast called Next Up Nation. She and her team at the OMH Agency help influencers streamline and profit from their videos and podcasts. Today, we are going to talk about transitions because obviously somebody who's got 30 years of entrepreneurship under her belt has made more than one or two changes. Tiffany, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much, Lorraine. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited. I enjoyed, we had a conversation a few weeks back where I was on Next Up Nation, and I'm looking forward to hearing that episode as well. But today we're going to switch chairs and you're going to be in the interview e-seat. And I want to talk about transitions and maybe one or two quick notes on a transition that you made that pivot really changed your business or life, and then get into the advice for other business owners. Yeah, well, you were definitely right in the beginning when you said if you've been in business for a length of time, it's happened more than once. Uh, It's happened many, many, many times. We were in real estate for years. My husband and I had a successful real estate office. We invested in real estate. We developed it. We were just neck deep in it. We mentored people until 2008. So uh, as you can imagine, during the Great Recession, we had a major transition Uh, at that time. And, you know, honestly, that's not really the one I want to talk about other than in a minute when I talk about tips about transitioning. The one that I think really I'm the most excited about was in 2016, you know, I was working for someone else and I took a break to help my daughter. She was Miss Montana teen. And throughout the years, from the time I was about 23 on, I didn't just help our business with marketing, I help my friends. I always say like entrepreneurs are my people. You know, we had a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs. I'm very active in our local chamber of commerce for a very long time. And I would even make websites for them. I mean, I was making websites in the early days, but really my business and my profession was real estate. But on the side, I was always helping people with websites. I had a reputation for starting something, getting excited about it, launching it and going, okay, I'm kind of bored now. What am I going to do? So persistence was never my strong suit. However, delegating was. So I went through business for a long time, understanding kind of who I was and, and how I was. So in 2016, when I took this break and I did the PR for my daughter, I, I just kept thinking, this is the part I love. Like I love taking someone and helping lift them up and make them the star, right? Like get them well known. Uh, usually it's somebody I feel like should be more well known than they are. And it just lights me up. 
So I thought, you know what, why don't I just do marketing? Like it's, it's been at the core of everything I've ever done. And then I also get to combine that with lifting other people up and helping them be seen and get noticed and get attention. And that's when I started OMH Agency. And actually, I, we started as online marketing help. So that's why we have the OMH. And an attorney friend of mine advised me that I could never trademark online marketing help because it's a descriptive title. So we went to OMH. But in 2016, when I started that company and started helping people, you know, getting paid for websites for the first time, which was weird. Uh, it was just really it was just really a blast to get to connect with small businesses and help them get more attention online. It made total sense. And I'm, I'm happy I did it and glad that I still get to do it. You know, if you heard me giggling in the background, it's because your story is so similar to mine, came out of a corporate environment. I had a vision for what my business was going to be about, and it was going to be about working with larger companies and team building and helping other managers do what I had done in corporate. But on the side, I had all these friends who kept coming to me going, hey, Lorraine, you used to be in marketing and corporate. You know this stuff. And so while I was waiting for my business to get off the ground, I was building this other business, helping mm. small businesses. And I woke up one day and I went, I have a business. It's not anything like what I thought. And very much like you, suddenly, you know, you turned around one day and there you were. Yeah. So as you are thinking about this whole process, what did you learn along the way as you were thinking about making transitions? Well, the first thing you have to do is be brave. You know, being an entrepreneur who can make it at all, you have to be pretty courageous and just get out there. If usually you can answer your own questions, you know, a lot of times we go get advice, but at the end of the day, our mentors are going to turn to us and say, it sounds like you have the answer to your question already, but we're just looking for some other advice. <laughs> like, please let that not be the answer, <laughs> you know? And so I just would say, like, stick with it. A lot of people I know have made countless transitions since the beginning of this year, as we have. And don't be afraid that just because you pivoted to do something that you're not going to pivot again. Like if you if you know what the next thing is, it is good to get advice. You know, even if you already have the answer, it's still good to get that confirmation from somebody who's already where you want to be. And that would be the other thing that I've learned is be careful who you take your advice from and take advice often. If you're getting advice, you're going to get advice from a lot of people. <laughs> and this is mm -hmm, true in business, mm -hmm. it's true in marriage. Is you know, I've been married 28 years. So like I I tell young people this all the time and people of any age actually, because I feel like we all fall prey to this, but look at where that person is and is that where you want to be? Because what they're doing is getting them to where they want to be. And that's not mm -hmm. to say that if you have a mentor who is where you want to be in business, that they're also where you want to be in your marriage. I mean, quite often that's not the case. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, <laughs> but you know, just understand what part you want to take from because I mean, they could be a total jerk, but they're where you want to be mm -hmm. and you can still extract something that they're doing right. Uh, just make sure it fits with your values. Um, and again, it takes a lot of courage, um, but just do it and keep with it and, and pivot again if you have to and don't be embarrassed and don't be afraid to do it. You know, you said a couple things that I think really make a lot of sense. The first is that idea that there isn't one mentor mm. who's going to know everything because at the end of the day, your path is yours and you can take lessons from different people and recognize they may be very knowledgeable about one thing and not knowledgeable about another. 
And also that free advice is worth, often worth exactly what you paid for it. Right. You know? Right. But I also think that, you know, at the end there, you said something about recognizing that you're going to pivot and pivot again. And I think some of the most interesting companies that are such successes today are not doing anything close to what they set out to do. And the companies that refuse to pivot when the market changed, well, they're not really around anymore. Right. Or struggling, you mm-hmm. know, and painfully. <laughs> you know, you've been in business a while. Are there signs that you should look for that will tell you you're ready to pivot or no, hang on a little longer? Any advice or tips there or lessons that you've learned from doing this several times? Well, number one is there's no set spot. Like there's a lot of right ways to get to where you want to go. So don't get frozen in like, well, is now the time? Is now the time? Now should I? Now should I? I mean, naturally we're going to do that. But if you wait, it's not the end of the world. If you jump the gun and do it too quickly, it's not the end of the world. But having said that, I would say, you know, this year we made a major pivot. We went from content marketing and web development strictly to doing done with you processes when it comes to podcasting. Mm -hmm. And with that pivot, um, two things came open for me. One was getting to do what I absolutely love, which is podcasting. Like I just get so excited about it, but also it got me out of doing a lot of things that I didn't enjoy. I would say that when you feel like you're just beating your head against the wall and everything isn't an easy yes for people. Like if they're not getting what you're saying, or if you feel like you're having to stand on your head and do all these things to talk them into aligning with you, then probably it's time for you to consider your offering, your positioning and your messaging. And it might mean a big change. Podcasting wasn't a big change. It was a minor change that changed everything. Mm -hmm. So it could be like when we were you know, in 2008, when we went from real estate, we opened a coffee shop. I mean, that was a huge pivot. I mean, I don't know if we could have gone any different. And we moved from the country, alpaca farm, we moved to the city. So, I mean, that was like a major, we needed a major change. Um, but this time it was a, it was a tiny change, but again, it changed everything. So the whole landscape of what my day looks like is different and my happiness level. So if you feel like you're just struggling and even if you're doing something you that you love, but you feel like people just aren't really getting it, it might be time to look at, at those three things. Awesome. Tiffany, this is great. It's great advice. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. Me too. Thank you, Lorraine. I am going to encourage folks to check out both the OHM Agency and the Startup Nation podcast. I think especially the conversations with businesses as they're starting their adventure is just going to be fascinating. And I'm really looking forward to the shows. And I think other people should check them out as well. Thanks. Yeah, definitely check us out at Next Step Nation and uh, OMH. Thanks. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to discover other tips for business owners, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review. It helps other people find our show too. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.